0: Thank you for listening and welcome to the Life Radio Show. A proud member of the SJ Network and the JSO Modcast Podcast Network. I'm your host, Don Smith. We try the phones again with a little buzzing from the phones, not from us. Uh, we talk to the wonderfully upbeat Tammy from hashtag TGIT. Thank God it's today. If you enjoy the show, like and follow the Life 1069 on Facebook and Don Smith Comedy on Twitter. Or tune in live on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. on WWSU 106.9 FM. Or you can stream the show live at WWSU1069.org. A brutal presence overwhelms me. A brutal presence overwhelms me. Alright, hey, welcome to the Life Radio Show. I'm your host, Don Smith. Uh, don't pay any attention to that buzzing in the background. Uh, we'll, we'll treat that as an extra guest. The buzzing is my co-host. <laughs> and, it's, and it's getting worse now. We, it was okay. Now it's getting worse. It's just all over the place. Anyway, uh, we're going to press forward because the, these are the things we have to deal with during the, uh, the COVID-19 lockdown. It's exactly. A, it's been a great morning already. My sinuses are acting up, which when you're an essential employee in a medical facility, that's what you want during a global pandemic is you want your sinuses to act up so that everybody oh treats you like you have the plague. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, you can't take time off because if you try to take time off in order to come back to work, you have to jump through hoops to prove that you don't have the Rona. So, oh, yeah, it's it's been a great week so far. Uh, my gu- <laughs> my guest calling in, uh, calling in uh, that's why the buzzing because my phone's a piece of ju- junk. My guest calling in is uh, Tammy.
1: Good morning. Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm, I'm doing okay, uh, all things considered.
1: <laughs> right. Technical difficulties, but we're doing the best that we can. Always. And you know what? I think you made my nose start itching over here, so if I start sneezing, it's your fault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, that's, that is, that's the Rona. That's that's <laughs> that's how it starts. It tra- it transmits over the phone. That's why they won't let me into the uh, WWSU studio uh, right now. They're, they've locked down the studio because they know that this is a virus that transmits over the airwaves. So I, mean, I knew
1: all along, <laughs> and that's why my nose is itching now.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Yep, you sh- you shouldn't have called.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you called me.
0: <laughs> okay, I did, I did. So I'm, <laughs> I'm guilty of spreading it around that way. So that's right, you are. <laughs> so uh, Tammy, tell me a little bit about yourself, and uh, thank God it's today.
1: All righty. Well, I am a mom of six. I am 45, and I, I recently, well, last year, I actually had. Um, a near-death experience, and mm. it totally changed my life. And I realized, you know, at that moment, it was a very traumatic event, and my entire life changed overnight. You know, one day everything was normal, and the next day everything was completely different. It was turned upside down. Mm. And uh, when I um, left the hospital that very next day after that that event. You know, I was really like, okay, I I have to do something positive with this. I can't just let this, you know, because we all have a choice. You can, like, take a negative situation, something negative that happens to you, and you can really let that bring you down, and you can just, like, really hit rock bottom, or you can decide to be positive and transform that into something that you can help others with. And that I knew that morning, I was like, I have to help other people. You know, like, this is what I've gone through this for, is to be there for other people. And so that's what I decided to do. Hmm. And I was just like, you know, my pain is not going to be in vain. I didn't go through all of these years of pain for nothing. I'm going to make this positive, and I'm going to touch as many people as I can. And so um, I just really, it changed my life. I, of course, when you face death, you know, overnight, you know, like I took nothing for granted. I like was so grateful for everything. I used to be a person that didn't like rain. And, you know, now I'm just like, oh, raindrops, you know, they're beautiful. And, you know, listen to how it sounds and it smells so fresh. And so really, it like completely changed my outlook on life. I was so grateful for even the smallest things that I normally would even take for granted. And um, and I just it it just transformed everything, my way of thinking and everything. And so even though I was going through this huge transition in my life, I decided to start uh, doing vlogs where I would get on Facebook and do a Facebook live and discuss things that I was going through, even if it was painful and even if I was crying, um, just to try to get on there and be there for other people. Hmm. and so it, I started getting a following people were like oh wow I'm kind of going through something similar and I would I would get people that would write me privately ladies that would say I can tell you know what you're going through because I'm going through it also and so we would be there for one another and I would inspire them and encourage them in their situation and it just started taking off and um And then, you know, one day I was actually working out and it was a Friday. And I was like on my yoga mat doing my little stretches and I was like, TGIF, thank God it's Friday. Mm -hmm. And I just, it stopped me right there. And I was like, wait a minute. Why does everybody wait for Friday to be grateful? Why do we say TGIF? And that's the only day of the week you say that, TGIF. And right there, I just felt like, just this thought came, and I was like, it should be TGIT. Thank God it's today. We should be grateful for every single day that we wake up, because from my own personal experience, I almost didn't have the next day. And Mm -hmm. so that's why it resonated with me, and why I felt like it was given to me to share. Like, you may not get Friday. You may not get tomorrow. So be grateful for today. And so I hopped on my Facebook live and I talked about TGIT. Thank God it's today. And that was the day I started sharing. It was November of last year and it took off. People were like, wow, this is life changing. I love this mentality. And I just kept sharing it. And then I, you know, went to the trademark center and was like I need to have this trademarked you know and I really want to make this a big deal I want this to be a life-changing movement and so that's what I've done with it is you know like started the vlogs and I started a Facebook page and you know it's just really really amazing how many people resonate with it and like I get gifts that people have it printed you know like things that they have done for me with my uh logo that I had created and so it's just been a very very positive life-changing thing and it's my baby like it is I call it my baby um because it's just my passion you know I I don't want anyone to take a single day for granted because truly you know it could be the very last day that we have we just never know
0: right even even if you have sinuses Even if you have sinuses
1: and my nose is still tickling over here. (laughs) No, but truly, Dawn, like, you know, as we were going into this time, you know, like, I am in still a time of transition. And so, I mean, I haven't worked for the past 14 years per se in a work environment, but I have worked in public relations and um, the music industry. I've worked in social media. Um, all of those things. So, you know, it was already like I was being groomed for this thing Mm. in a way that I wasn't – I didn't even see it at the time. You know, I was working on a website and putting HTML code in and writing biographies and doing all of these things in the music industry. And then now all of a sudden I'm doing it for myself and I'm creating this baby that I have, my TGIT, and thank God it's today, and it's pretty amazing how, you know, God will use things that you didn't even realize he was grooming you for. And so I, I'm very grateful that I had, um, you know, that training in that time. And now, you know, here we are and we're all stuck and we're all quarantined and people are literally like breaking down and mm-hmm. they're lonely and they're sad. And so I went from a a vlog once a week or once every couple of days to every single day, Monday through Friday, you know, I just get on and share my heart. And that's one thing that you should know about me is that I don't have a script. I don't write anything down. I don't take a single note. I don't rehearse it. Nothing. I just feel what I'm supposed to share and I will hop on and just share my heart right then and there. And the way that came about, was I started doing it that way and of course you know had you kind of question like well who are you like you know I did I was like who am I I'm no one you know I'm not I'm you know a uh, public person that's you know learned how to speak and and been educated in public speaking so why am I on here doing this nobody cares what I have to say And so I really struggled this one day really hard. I was like, I'm not doing that. Nobody cares. And I'm always shaking like a leaf. I don't want to get on there. I feel like an idiot. (laughs) I mean, literally, that's exactly how I feel. I'd be shaking so hard. I could hardly hold my phone sometimes. And I really struggled this one day with, with doing a vlog. And I was like, I'll just do it anyway. And so I did it. And then that evening, I checked my messages. And I'd received a message from a young man that told me that he was going to commit suicide until my Facebook live popped up and he saw it and watched it and it kept him from committing suicide. Wow. And I broke like a baby. I started crying and I was just like, Oh my goodness. How could I have even almost not done that? And so right then and there, it was just like water in the face. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a wake up call for me and I was like, okay. And that, that day, is whenever I I just thought to myself, okay, if I can touch one person, they're enough because he was enough. And I say this often, if I never ever do another thing, if I don't do another vlog or write my book or make a TV show or the movie or create the podcast, that, that man was enough. He was worth it just to have that one vlog that day, and his life was saved. And I don't take credit for that. It was nothing but God using me and giving me a message to put out there that he needed. Clearly, he needed it. And it just really you know, touch my heart that God would use me. And I was very humbled. And so, of course, I encouraged him, you know, please get help still. Uh, Even though I did help you, I encourage you to get professional help. And he did. And, you know, he still keeps in touch and lets me know he's okay and that he's doing well. And, wow, you know, what a gift to be able to be used to touch someone's life in such a great way. And so now I don't question it. You know, if I feel like, whoa, I need to get on there and talk about this, I just hop on there and do it. You know, I've, I've been on Facebook live with no makeup. <laughs> I've been on Facebook live crying. And, you know, now my nose is itching. But I've been on there where I've been blowing my nose <laughs> and crying. <laughs> so literally, I, I'm just so concerned and so compassionate about that one person that may need it. And he's not the only one. Just last week, I received another message like that. You know, another uh, gentleman was like, one of your posts kept me, you know, from from taking my life. And I'm just like, wow, you know, okay, I I am making a difference. I've got to keep doing this. I've got to keep doing what, what God has put in my hands to do. And, you know, I can tell you this, that things that I've gone through um, I'm not able to share my full story right now at this moment in time because I'm still going through the transition I'm coming out of this situation um, but there will be a time when I can come back and we can go back from the very beginning and share it and it, it will make a lot more sense to people and um, so what I'm going to say is that I, I really when I first you know came out of it was like oh my gosh you know Why did I have to go through all of that? You know, why? You know, all those years of that hell, why? You know, why would anybody have to endure that? And then I realized, you know, whenever God saved my life that night, I was like, wow, now I understand. Hmm. It was all worth it because he saved my life. And if I hadn't gone through it and I hadn't lived, I wouldn't have a mission. I wouldn't have a message to give. There are people out there hurting. There are people out there right now that don't know if they can make it through this day. And because I've been there, I can have that compassion and that kindness and that love for them. And I can totally resonate and understand what they're going through. And if I had never walked through that, then I wouldn't be able to relate to them. So the hardest thing of a negative situation is to be able to find gratitude out of the whole thing. And that that has been truly the hardest part to go, wow. You know, I'm grateful for the pain that I endured no matter how difficult it was. And you can hear it kind of makes me emotional because it was very, very difficult to endure for so many years. But that person out there is worth it if I can be a voice And I can be a hand that can reach out for theirs and say, you can do this. You can make this because I did. That is where I find my gratitude. And that is my mission to reach out and touch that one person that needs to know somebody else made it. They've been through that. And you can too. And So that's my my heart right there is for that one person out there. Truly.
0: Yeah, that's that's a lot different from my show. <laughs> no, well, that, that's that's you know. great, especially right now, because I mean, being being locked in, being on lockdown, like a lot of people yeah. are right now, it's. Uh, I mean, cause I know for me personally, staying busy is what keeps me. Because I mean, I, I suffer from some depression, and staying busy is what keeps me going. If I don't have you know, if I don't have the club, if I don't have the radio show, if I don't have work, if I don't have... I mean, I will shut down mentally. Yeah. And right now, there there are a lot of people like that. And right now, we just can't do a lot of the things.
1: Exactly. I mean, people can't go to the gym. People can't, you know, go just go anywhere. The movie. I mean, anything. A lot of those things were outlets. For people, you know, with depression, anxiety, stress, and people in situations, you know, that, that they had to, you know, step out of their home to be able to get relief from their situations that they live in. And you're right, but a lot of people are completely alone anyway. Some people right. don't even have pets. And so because of that, your show is more important than ever because it's it's giving people, like, you know, that that – Relief that they need to hear another voice to know that there are people out there that care. Mm -hmm. And that's my goal is to get on there and not just that's why I like doing the vlogs. I don't want to just just be a voice. Of course I do. But I want them to see the love that I really have in my heart that that always I pray shines through. I want them to see my smile and my heart and my love for them and to look them in their face and point at them and say, you matter, because I do that all the time. I'm like, I'm here for you because there's one person that I'm after. And we don't know who we're impacting. All we are able to do is do what we're told to do and you know, be you know, consistent in what we're doing and our gifts out there like your show you know you don't know who you're touching every day and then they may pass that show on and so for me part of also what I do is I I call my little group my TGIT tribe okay there's been like this great little community we're creating and people are sharing TGIT hashtagging TGIT and we're sharing it on Twitter Instagram I'm seeing it all over Facebook it's everywhere. It's just really, really spreading and it makes me so happy and excited. But what I encourage people to do is this. My story, Tammy's story, is not going to impact every person out there because my story is related to one subject. And so I can only help a few people that are hurting that have been in my situation. But I encourage you and everyone else out there to share your story to share some element of your story, because your story is different than mine. And Mm. you can touch people that I can't touch. And they can touch people that we can't touch. And so I call it the ripple effect. You know, it's just like if you share your story, and then you encourage someone to share theirs, it just goes out and we can really touch so many that way. And so I have a lot of my My fans and my followers that are now doing vlogs, they're on Facebook Live and they're saying, TGIT, here I am. I want to encourage you to be happy today. And I'm watching them and I'm parting them up and sharing their little videos because I'm so proud of them. Like people are loving on each other and that's what we need. We need to love each other during these hard, hard times
0: absolutely yeah and then it, it spreads yeah. something more than a virus that's <laughs> which absolutely
1: is gonna... I mean you know there's so much fear out there and there's I mean I see even a lot of anger but yeah. you know I mean you know like people on Facebook and stuff but every time that I have had to go out to get supplies for my kids and I anytime I've been out all I see is kindness and you know I shared that with a friend and she said you know what Tammy that that Possibly is you who you are, though, because what you put out, people give back to you. And when you see anyone, you're always nice and you're always smiling and you're always kind. And so I was like, you know, that could be true. Um, But I see kindness when I go out. And I don't know if it's because, Dawn, I share it because I'm always courteous and loving to people. It could be. But I haven't seen rude people out in public. I've seen nothing but kindness out there, and it really touches my heart. Like, like it makes me get emotional because, like, you know, just walking into CVS last night, a gentleman's walking in, and and he wants me to go, and I'm like, no, you go, and we're, like, trying to, like, Mm -hmm. argue over who gets to go first. I mean, that's the only thing that I'm seeing is love and kindness, and I am so glad to see people out there caring about other people during these hard times.
0: That, that that's definitely a good thing, and I'm I'm noticing that as well. A lot, I'm noticing a lot less rudeness and a lot more, a lot more politeness, a lot more kindness, and I'm I'm hoping that's a trend that continues when this is all over. Because I, I
1: definitely agree.
0: If we can learn something from this, it's learning how to treat other people in general. You know, not just absolutely. Don't wait for a crisis to start being nice. I mean it's better than the stories that I heard in the beginning of this with people pushing each other for a roll of toilet paper. Right. Which
1: exactly?
0: We we know happened. I mean, we're talking about yeah. a society that for Black Friday to get a better deal on the TV, they'll trample people. So Yeah. This I I think this is this this whole pandemic is terrible as it is, I think there is potential to change society for the better during this.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I'll say this. I think that a lot of what happened in the beginning is, you know, fear based. Yeah. All the, the the media created this chaotic fear. And so people, of course, want to take care of their, their families and themselves. So it was a lot of, you know, uh, pushed fear. But then once things settle down, you know, then people start looking at, wow, You know, like my personal grocery store, like when I go in, I'm thanking them. I'm like, thank you guys for being here stocking these shelves. I mean, you know, our Mm -hmm. our manager at our local grocery store, he didn't take off for like two weeks. He was there every single day. And so every time I was in, I was making sure to thank him. And so what I'm seeing now, and, and this it goes along perfectly with TGIT, and thank God it's today. The mentality is do not take anything for granted, not today, not ever. And that's where it all comes in, in line with what we're going through with the pandemic. That's my biggest, biggest desire is that people will now walk into that grocery store when this is over and be grateful. Wow, there's toilet paper on the shelf. And I'm grateful for that. I am so thankful for that. I'm thankful that I can go sit down in a restaurant and have a meal. I'm thankful Mm -hmm. that I can go sit down in a movie. You know, that is what I hope that our whole world, not just our country, but our whole world takes that mentality. And that is the TGIT mentality. That's exactly what it is. So it's like Perfect timing that that my baby comes out during this pandemic (laughs) and is being like developed right here with this pandemic, because that is what it's all about. But what I love is seeing all the positivity I'm seeing now on Facebook. I'm seeing people play their guitars and paint pictures and and read poetry. And I'm just like, wow, look at these people sharing their gifts that never would have done that ever unless they'd had this time. So there's so much that that we can be grateful for that has come from this situation. So I'm like you, you know, I want us to all keep that mentality. Of course, I will. I'm grateful every day I wake up that I open my eyes and that I can breathe. And, you know, I, I literally wake up every day, Dawn, and the minute my eyes open, I don't care if it's still dark outside. When my eyes open, I say, thank you, God. Thank God is today. I mean, I'm just grateful to wake up and open my eyes. I'm like, "Good morning, God. <laughs> I'm here." Yeah,
0: there there are still comedy shows going on online too, because of course that's 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 my world. I, I deal with a lot, a lot of my friends are comics. I'm a comic. I own own Wiley's Comedy Club. Uh, so that that's. That's where my head is. Of course, a lot of comics, they're not getting the stage time, that. which again, a lot of comics have a lot of depression issues anyway, and they're not mm-hmm. getting the stage time for them to talk about the things that they need to get out into the world, which is definitely tough. Uh, of course, the comedy club, we can't deliver comedy, so, <laughs> yes, <laughs> so we're right? completely shut down and uh, struggling with that. And uh, there are still some. Uh, I know there are some Discord uh, comedy shows that they're that they're doing. They're doing some uh, Facebook live comedy shows every now and then. So that's also another avenue to support if you support some of these local comics that uh, just are just trying to get up and tell their jokes and don't have any other venue to do that other than online so uh, definitely check I some of those I really out
1: really want to see those i am big about laughter okay i think because i uh went through such a, a long period many many years of sadness um that every single day no matter what during that time I would always, even if I had to get online and find bloopers and just sit on the couch by myself and watch my little phone and laugh until I cried, I would do that because laughter is so healing. And I am that person that has to laugh, that that gut-wrenching, I want to cry till I, I mean, I want to have tears coming out of my eyes. I want to laugh that hard. And I love that. And so I definitely want to check out all these comics. So I want to know. I want you to tag me or give me the links. I want to support them and share them because laughter is everything. Yeah, and when, I, when I find some on
0: there, I'll, I'll be sure to tag you. That way, you definitely because be I have to, to laugh.
1: I have to laugh every day, like that hard laugh. And I literally like so here, my kids and I. You know, I have my three children here with me um that are at home and we're prankster family, okay? Uh-huh. But they love pranking mom. So, um I'm deathly afraid of cockroaches. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> scared of cockroaches. And so my youngest is 12 and a half and so she had ordered this like prank kit. And so the other night, I come to to go into my bedroom to get in my bed. And I already had my bed turned back and I look over my bed (laughs) and I'm going to die laughing. And there's this huge cockroach and then all these little bugs on my bed and I'm screaming, (laughs) screaming and they're all laughing and they all come running. And I was like, and they're like, it's fake, mom. And I was like, wait a minute. What are y'all doing? And so they had put this gigantic, like two inch fake cockroach on top of my bed. But then they wouldn't quit. Like they, they, they put it in the bed. They had it in my bathroom. So yeah, <laughs> this morning when I, when I went to work out, the cockroach was over there where I work out and I was screaming again.
0: So they're so, they're, yeah. they're making an attempt to desensitize you that that oh. way when you see a real one you'll be okay with it
1: no I won't <laughs> I, I will not and I was listen I was even laying out in the sun the other day and my son comes and throws it on my chest and I'm jumping up <laughs> like a crazy woman I mean if my neighbor saw me they probably think she's nuts I'm jumping up like flailing my arms in the air. <laughs> And my son's just cracking up. I'm like, you guys are mean, but that's the one thing that it, I don't care. I don't care if it's real dead fake. Uh, uh-uh, I can't get over that. It's worse than a snake. Anything. Yeah. So yeah, they, they we are pranksters around here. So my daughter said, I'm waiting. I know you're going to get me back. I'm waiting.
0: Yeah, I'm se- like, several yep. months ago, I had dinner with the, with one of the local comics down the Cincinnati area, and we were uh, we were chatting about some of the weird things that have happened in our lives. As far as, uh, you know, do the weird things make us comedians or, you know, are we, are we comedians because the weird things happen or do the weird things happen because we're comedians? And while we're having this conversation, uh, she starts pointing at her salad plate and I look over and there's a cockroach Uh-oh. in the restaurant <laughs> sitting on her salad plate. And she just starts laughing. She says, looks like we're eating for free tonight. Reaches over, grabs another piece of lettuce and pops it in her mouth. I was like, I have never seen a reaction to a cockroach like that. (laughs) <laughs> I
1: would have thrown the plate across the restaurant. That was, I mean, yeah,
0: that was somebody that was desensitized to cockroaches, right there. <laughs>
1: yeah, everybody in the restaurant would have been like, "What happened to her?" Because I would have been screaming, like I said, flailing my arms in the air, salad going everywhere. <laughs> They'd be like, "What happened to her?" Yep. But they would never forget it. We'd all have a big laugh over it.
0: Oh yeah, this oh, this yeah. was just two comedians sitting having dinner, so neither of us really reacted. Wow.
1: Oh my goodness! We well, di- we
0: did eat free that night.
1: Of course you did. <laughs> I, I would have been like, I'm eating free forever here. My Goodness gracious! Yeah. So don't give the name. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. I don't. I don't. Because really great place to eat actually, and that's just it. That's Ugh. what that's what shocked me about this because it it wasn't some dive. It was a really nice place.
1: <laughs> well, I guess it happens, but. I mean, I'm not kidding. And you know what? Even this morning, like I made my bed and I, you know, I pull all the sheets back and straighten them all up. And there was one of these little, she put these little fake, tiny little bed bugs all around the big, (laughs) the big one. And there was one of those fake ones in there this morning. And I'm like, Jacqueline, I pulled it back and I got that thing and threw it away. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. So and then one night she put we had this Halloween mask that has this fake, fake, long black hair that's like about two feet long. So one night, you know, I'm a single mom. I'm like all getting in my bed. I was all excited to climb into my soft bed with my little soft, cold sheets. I climb in, I reach over to grab my pillow and I feel hair. And man, I came out of that bed <laughs> and they wait for it and I'm screaming running through the house and I was like, there's somebody in my bed. <laughs> and All I felt was hair. And so they all die laughing and they yank it back and they're like showing me this mask and I'm like, you guys are evil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would freak me out. I think that would that uh, would get me a little more than the bugs would is to reach oh, over Oh my yeah, gosh. That would,
1: Reach over and peel hair. Yeah, no, that yeah, did not yeah. work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, no, I just never know when I'm coming in, coming in bed to ever. You can never tell around here.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it sounds like an adventure. Well, we're going to have to take a short break. Uh, we have some news story to cover when we come back. Do you want to stick around for some silly news stories?
1: Absolutely.
0: Or some important news stories. They could be very important. Well, stick around for a little bit. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to take a break, uh, get some more coffee, and we'll be back here shortly.
2: down and i'm more at home when near the ground but that is all about to change today see the world has never been my friend as it rarely is to any man but i'm not gonna let that bring me down The world goes by and so will I So I'll arm myself with a great big smile And I'll walk amongst humanity again Nothing else to do And I've been waiting such a long time For this life to end For the world to relent And make enemies my friends But the rules, they won't change They won't even bend So to the world I say My new life starts today Yesterday was yesterday From here on out I see only joy And beauty will be my main employ And laughing, well, I'm gonna laugh a lot <laughs> The sadness that was once in me Is now all gone It's been released, leaving me With only the smile to smile Already I feel so much better, my mind is dry, And even the weather has changed If only by one degree And I've been waiting such a long time For this life to end For the world to relent and make enemies my friends But I wasn't there for the world's beginning And I won't see its end So I'm moving on My new life starts today Yesterday was yesterday, I've got no reason to complain, cause yesterday was yesterday. My new life starts today, my new life starts today. today!
0: All right, hey, welcome back to the Life Radio Show. I'm your host Don Smith, uh, sitting on the uh, sitting in the, in the uh, quarantine house uh, on the phone with uh, Tammy Smith. No relation, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. There there are a lot of Smiths in the world, so it's hard to say. Yes, there are. <laughs> where, where does your family hail from?
1: Arkansas. My whole family's from a little town called Monticello in southeast
0: Arkansas. Oh, okay, okay. My the Smith side of my family's all from Tennessee, eastern Tennessee. So yeah. we might have bumped into each other here and there, but uh, yep, I little... <laughs> can
1: imagine. Mine started there and worked their way on down to Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: My family went the opposite direction. We ended up in oh. Ohio. So. Oh wow! Actually, I think I'm second generation Buckeye. So. Mm, nice. Still, still a lot of family down in the uh, in the Bulls Gap area, and <laughs> always, <laughs> always love the name of that town.
1: Bulls <laughs> Gap.
0: Bulls Gap. Yeah, that's. Uh, it's original. It, it, that it is. It's a it's a huge city. It's like a crossroad, and uh, there's like a gas station, I think, and that's pretty <laughs> much that's pretty much it. I think it's grown up a little bit since. Since I was there last, they might have a restaurant now. Oh, but. wow. <laughs> wow. Love the place, though. Love the place.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: All right. All in America. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are we ready for some silly news stories? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, we're going to start in Florida. That's some of my favorite news is in Florida. <laughs>
1: That's my favorite state. I love Florida.
0: I I used to live there. I lived there for about a year and a half in my early 20s. I moved down. I was 20 years old, and I moved down to uh, West Palm Beach, Florida.
1: Mm, I love the uh, Destin area. It's beautiful
0: there. Yeah. West Palm Beach was nice for about two months out of the year. Mm. The rest of the time, it was unbearable.
1: Oh,
0: not not a fan, not a fan. And now my, my uh, the ex-wife and her in-laws live down there, so I haven't been to Florida in a long time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm saying it clear.
0: Yep, I'm good here. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, actually, we're still friends, That's that's uh, but it's, uh, it's that's okay. Wonderful. It's okay. I'll just try to stay out of Florida anyway, because I'm not a big fan of Florida, other than their news stories. A Florida judge has one request for attorneys showing up for court hearings via Zoom. Uh, get out of bed and put on some clothes. Uh, uh, Broward Circuit Judge Dennis Bailey made the plea in a letter published by the Weston Bar Association news outlets reported uh, it is re- it is remarkable how many attorneys appear inappropriately on camera, Bailey said yeah. in the letter. Uh, one male lawyer appeared shirtless, and one female attorney appeared still in bed, still under the covers. Uh, Bailey <laughs> isn't making any exceptions for lawyers lounging in the Florida sunshine either. Uh, putting on a beach cover uh, won't cover up <laughs> your poolside in a bathing suit, he wrote. Oh. So yeah, since courthouses shut down on March 16th to help slow the coronavirus pandemic, Broward County's judicial system has has held 1200 zoom meetings involving some 14,000 participants. Oh, yeah, so they're they're doing their uh, their hearings over zoom now and apparently the in lawyers and their <laughs> pj's.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. They're like I'm so tired of being in those suits. <laughs> I'm taking advantage of this.
0: Well, yeah, I guess they don't realize they're on camera. That's that's the uh, I would think oh that would strike gosh. something with them that, that you know that they shouldn't do that on camera. Wow, or at least have crazy. a suit jacket on over something that way they that's look true. like you know that's right, you
1: like know, they do the on the have. news,
0: like they do on the news. You don't have to wear pants; just everything else. <laughs> I
1: hope they wear pants.
0: <laughs> I I hope so, but I don't think they do. I don't.
1: <laughs> I don't think they do either.
0: Oh, shorts, goodness. at least I'm hoping, but uh, I know a, a lot of them are doing their broadcasts from their from their house now as well. So I'm sure they're doing the same thing as the attorneys are.
1: Oh wow! Because just...
0: because I know I would be.
1: I don't think I'm ever going to see it the same again. <laughs> <laughs> <in> this conversation,
0: <laughs> I'm going
1: to picture them all like in their boxers and all their stuff. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yep, changed my um, visual forever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, you, you just can't trust the just can't trust the news anymore when they go around pantless. Uh <laughs> 93-year-old Pennsylvania woman has tickled the hearts of millions while stuck indoors amid the coronavirus lockdown after she was photographed making a plea for help in replenishing one all-important provision, booze. Uh all- <laughs> Olive Veronese is staying inside her home in Seminole near Pittsburgh to help flatten the curve on COVID-19 pandemic sweeping the globe. Globe stuck at home and unable to venture out to replenish her supplies. Veronese was pictured standing at her window with a dry erase board in one hand that read, I need more beer. (laughs) (laughs) In her other hand was a can of Coors Light. Uh, <laughs> it's oh, something to relax, okay. you know. I think it's nice, something for a young lady. <laughs> uh, Veroni <laughs> joked to local news station, KDKA-TV, as she pointed at herself. Uh, what's going on with this computer? A relative of Veronessi's uh, took the photo, which has been shared millions of times, the station reported. Several social media users responded to the post with promises to send more beverages her way. Let's see, let's see how... I know they sent more beer to her. Let's see. Uh,
1: I bet she's gotten so much beer. Yeah,
0: you know what it, it makes me laugh It about doesn't that? say how much.
1: It what makes me laugh is that she she considered herself a young lady.
0: Well, of course. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. 93 years young. That's I <laughs> love
1: that. Now, I always tell my kids that I'm going to live to be 120. So, I, I get her mentality. I'm right along with her on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, yeah, 93 is the new Forty, I guess. I don't know. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, if you're going to request more beer at 90, 93 years old, you should be able to drink all the beer you want. That—that's just well, you, you've made it at that point.
1: It sounds like it's kept her young.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't drink beer, so hmm. I don't know about that one. That's looks one <laughs> like a name with her.
0: <laughs> yeah, that might that might be a challenge. Just right there. Right. right? Oh, uh, let's see what we got here. I'm I'm pulling these news stories up as we're going, so. So a lot of my I, I don't know uh, I don't know what's going on in a lot of them. I have I haven't vetted these ahead of time, which I should probably <laughs> I should probably start doing more of. I should probably get a, get these out ahead of time.
1: Oh, I think it's better when you're finding them as we go, because then we're both. Finding out about it for the first
0: time—that's true. But usually, usually I uh, usually the way I pick these out is when I've had too much vodka and I don't remember them anyway. So, <laughs> usually, when I do funny. my show, when I write them out ahead of time, I really sometimes I don't even remember exactly why I pick these to share. So, uh, but <laughs> since I've been trapped at home and had the computer going, I, I just go ahead and keep pull them up as we're going. Uh, this is why you should never try to speed through a roundabout. Uh, footage from Arabian Poland uh, ab- shows a driver hit a roundabout at full speed and then go air- goes airborne. The vehicle slammed into a church and was so badly damaged that firefighters had to cut through the wreckage to remove the driver. Local officials say the unnamed motorist remained conscious and was not seriously injured. It's not clear when the incident took place. Uh, apparently, he was going the wrong way at a very high speed and a roundabout. That's never a good thing. That's not a fun oh, story. Oh,
1: my gosh. I think he had... the same amount of vodka that you have when you to <laughs> <usually> bet
0: yourself. <laughs> that is a good possibility because I. Oh
1: my gosh!
0: I have never I've never had enough vodka to make me speed through a roundabout. I I try right. to. Usually, when I've had some vodka, I try to avoid those altogether because it's a lot. You know, it's it's harder to go in circles. <laughs>
1: and especially the wrong way oh my gosh hey but you know what he ended up at the church so he ended up in the right place yep
0: somebody was looking out
1: (laughs) exactly it's like okay i'm in the church i'm good god's got me that's hilarious he ends up in church
0: that's well that's probably where he needed to be
1: (laughs) yeah definitely
0: (laughs) okay what do we got here Everything's pulling up as videos. I don't want to do videos on here. A man in California was arrested Sunday after he allegedly stole a specimen that was to be tested for coronavirus from a hospital, according to police. Uh, The Davis Police Department said on Facebook that 40-year-old Sean Lamar Moore of Davis was taken into custody after he was spotted riding a bicycle. Uh, Authorities had been searching for more... uh, For nearly 24 hours after employees at Stutter Davis uh, Hospital reported that a person entered the facility around 1.35 p.m. Saturday and stole a COVID-19 specimen that was awaiting lab testing. According to police, the department received a call around 6.15 Saturday that a sealed COVID-19 specimen was found in a shopping cart at the CVS uh, Pharmacy in Davis. All right. Wow. Yeah, why would you do that?
1: (laughs) Okay, we're all out here trying to avoid it. Okay. I, I I'm I'm blown away. Here we all are like with our gloves and our masks and our hand sanitizers, you know, like stuck in every pocket and then this guy's like trying to get it.
0: I wow. I don't know if he was trying to get it or if he was trying to keep people from finding out that somebody had it. I don't know. That's that's mm. a little weird.
1: No, I think I see an ulterior motive there. I think he was trying to get it, and he was trying to give it to somebody he didn't like. I think he's like, give me that. I'm going to go over here and give it to them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the motives could be like, so. There, there could be so many motives there, you know? Like, oh, my goodness. Who would want to touch it?
0: Yeah, I don't think I would think never want to touch yeah. it.
1: <laughs> that is wild. That's wild. I just can't even. I mean, I'd, we went to CVS last night, and I'm like, I didn't even want to touch the little hand basket. I'm carrying, like, the food and stuff that I had to get, like, in my arms, like, overflowing. I didn't care. I was like, I'm not touching the basket. <laughs> I wouldn't. I was like, no, I don't want to touch anything. I did the self-checkout and did my hand sanitizer. I was like, I want to get out. <laughs> and my nose is still itching from you.
0: <laughs> that's That's what I do. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I cause people's noses to itch. That's what. That's that's one. That's my big thing now.
1: Well, it wasn't itching until you told me that yours was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, mine wasn't itching. I'm just dealing with the uh, sniffles. Sniffles. Yeah, little little sniffles here. Mm-hmm. Let's see. We got to find. So, we got to find some better news. What's going on here? Uh, let's see. Everything's coronavirus. That's the bad thing. Well, I'm trying to course. find something that's I'm trying to find something that's a little nicer than that, you know, or something that's a little more funny. But I I'm not corona. Uh, what's that?
1: Everything's corona.
0: Pretty much everything's corona or toilet paper. That's
1: Yes, I was going to say your toilet paper, which I'm <laughs> sitting here looking at my stash of about 10 rolls in a bag as we speak. <laughs>
0: Uh, what is this? An isolation party. People are having isolation parties. Let's see what this is about. Uh-oh. That's That doesn't sound like a good idea. Since Boris, Boris Johnson, uh, this must be in uh, England, since Boris Johnson, which I hate it when they have all these pop-up ads and everything starts b- bouncing around on the screen to where I can't read it. Uh, since Boris Johnson announced the rules of the coronavirus lockdown, the government has instructed people not to meet up with anyone outside their household. It's meant that uh, grandparents have had uh, to meet their newborn grandchildren for the... This is starting to drive me nuts. This this is just a bad... Mirror shouldn't do that because that's a, this is mirror.com, and I'm trying to get these news stories, and they keep popping up ads every 15 seconds that move <laughs> the text on me. So I have to go find where it was again. Okay. <clears throat> It's meant that grandparents have to meet their newborn grandchild for the first time through a window, and parents have to have impro- improvised to turn their garage into a nightclub so their son can celebrate his birthday. Uh, although it's tough to a sacri- uh, tough sacrifice to make, it's a necessary one, which uh, can make it all the more infuriating to see others flouting the rules without a care in the world. It's even bolder to shamelessly upload a picture of your isolation party with guests filling your home and garden to a Facebook page set up to help people stuck indoors during isolation or quarantine. Uh, when, <laughs> when, wow. When Ellie Morley and Simon Evans uh, did just that, you may expect a fierce backlash, but thankfully not all, not all is as it seems. Uh, Ellie uploaded the photo to Isolation Nation Facebook page, which boasts 14,000 members urging people to share ideas, positive entertainment, and expert advice. Uh, Members were forced uh, to uh, double-take when they saw the snap of Ellie and Simon's home in Manchester full of party guests and drinks over the long bank holiday holiday weekend uh, before realizing their mistake. The pair had brilliantly photoshopped the image to fill the house with different versions of themselves in different clothes to create a clever wow. illusion, which was just the tonic to lighten the mood. So, yeah, if you look at the picture, it's, it's on there. It's all. Wow. Them, just. That, that's fun that's fun
1: that is hilarious actually <laughs> I mean that really is it's like everybody first first reaction you get mad and then you're like wait a minute that's them like a thousand times <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's really cute actually
0: and they're all I doing like different it. things wearing different clothes one they holding different drinks holding different pictures that's cute that's a good that use is. of time That in is a, In isolation funny. yeah so if you're if you're going to be in isolation at least do something something fun and clever.
1: Yeah, that's really cute. I like that one. That's a good little positive
0: one. Yeah, that's every Thank now God and then. Thank God it
1: wasn't really people.
0: Yeah, every now <laughs> and then we can uh, we we do something positive on this show. This is <laughs> it surprises people when we do, but every now and then it's good just just to throw throw people off so they don't know quite what to expect. And I'm getting off this mirror dot com site because it's dr- <laughs> sorry mirror dot c o dot because it's just if if you have. If you have epilepsy, do not go to that site because just the bouncing oh. back and forth of all the text will drive you insane. I'm yeah, not epileptic; not and it drives me insane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine.
0: Okay, I think we'll have time for one more news story if I can if I can find a good one here. Uh, let's see. Maybe not. Call, maybe Let not. It be
1: about cockroaches.
0: No cockroaches okay. I won't. I will. I will specifically not find a cockroach story. <clears throat> a vicar was left red-faced after accidentally setting his arm on fire while recording a virtual sermon. Uh, Reverend Stephen Beach was performing the service online as people across the UK stay at home to help the help stop the spread of coronavirus. In the video, the vicar of uh, Saint Boudot Parish uh, Church in Plymouth. Had his jumper set on fire as he leaned over some candles, prompting him to oh. exclaim, "To exclaim, oh dear, I just caught fire." That's <laughs> typical British response. <laughs> oh dear, oh I just, dear, I just. Oh dear, I just caught I just fire. Caught fire. Uh, the yeah, 61-year-old fire. luckily wasn't harmed in the incident. He said, "I just felt my arm get a bit hot. The nice thing <laughs> is, it did damage to my pullover and my shirt, but my arm is fine. There's no burn oh. on my arm." Wow.
1: So- <laughs> uh. Oh, that's hilarious. I love his response. You know, I would have been like, where's the holy water, baby? Yeah,
0: oh, dear. I just caught fire. That's <laughs> it's as bad as responding to a cockroach on your salad plate by going, "Huh? Oh, looks like we're eating free.
1: Yeah. I, I admire your friend. I admire her. Yeah. Except I, I just must say, you would have had a lot more fun and a bigger laugh if it were me because there would have been a scene. That's, <laughs> I would have screamed.
0: Yeah, that that's that's probably true. It would have been would have been a bigger reaction.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, everybody in there would have been dying laughing. I would probably be. It would be viral, like ladies jumping on table from co- cockroach, you know, <laughs> <laughs> trying to like take her clothes and throw them off because she's afraid it's on her.
0: <laughs> that's
1: exactly how I am. I'm like, but, oh my gosh. It,
0: it could have been quite the scene then. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: exactly. You know, that's just me. I would have been throwing everything. <laughs> oh, I amuse myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to give you a few minutes right now to throw out any social media you have, anything you have coming up that you want to promote. Uh, this is, this is your time to do it. This is the, the end of the show. Unfortunately, it's been, it's been great fun talking to you.
1: It has been a blast. I want to thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. And thank you to your listeners for listening in with me. And you can find me. uh, My main social media outlet is going to be Facebook. I have a Facebook fan page called Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y. And you can really go from there and find everything else. I have Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, and a podcast coming up. So all you need to look for is the hashtag TGIT, which stands for Thank God It's Today. And I appreciate you having me so very much, and would appreciate any support you guys would like to give me.
0: Absolutely, thank you very much for for calling or for being called. Yes, <laughs> and it, getting snipples. Yep yeah, it, it was it was great sharing my allergies with you and. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It, it, was, it was good getting to talk to you and adding some positivity into my show and into the world because that is definitely a thing that we need right now.
1: Thank you so much, Don.
0: Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I will be, I will make sure to tag you in everything that I do on here with the radio show, and uh, the uh, this will go out over the air as well. So uh, eventually like next week I can't remember eventually it'll go <laughs> I, I have I have so many backlogged right now cuz while I, sure, while I'm sure. having my downtime I'm just recording a bunch of these so Absolutely. But uh thank you very much. Be sure to check out T- Tammy Smith and TGIT. Thank God it's today. Uh we will talk to you soon. We'll, we'll have you back when your podcast starts. We'll have you back on and that way we can that promote would be that wonderful. as well. So thank you very much for calling in. It's been great talking to you and uh, everybody thanks for listening Uh, we'll, we'll keep doing this as long as you keep listening to us thanks a lot tune in next time
2: Me, a brutal presence. Oh, my
1: gosh.